Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Josh Marion and Matt Framingham, the man, the myth, the legend. The fans love him. Um, <laughs> we're out here talking Patriots. Probably a little socks too. I know some socks will probably sneak in there as well. Um, how you doing tonight, man? Wow, I'm never gonna get a compliment like that ever again. I mean The fans you, love you, you. I mean all all you all that's missing is the freaking red carpet that you're gonna roll out for me. <laughs> I I mean all We're right, up to like so, five hundred and thirteen downloads or something and I'm trying to get Jonesy on Sunday, so Hey, hey, look, I, I, I need to. We, you got to make that happen because I got to seriously ask. I got to seriously ask Jones about how the hell he perfected the John Henry impression, because that that was that was some impression that he did of uh, John Henry. So, one of the right, better so, ones. All right, so just because we're close to the witching hour, uh, what would you like to start with? Well, I mean, the Patriots got the preseason victory, 26-17 to against the lowly Redskins. Obviously, Colt McCoy isn't going to start for that team. Who is their starter? Do you know? Because Alex I know... Smith. Alex oh, Smith. Oh, that's right. I... Oh, that's right, Alex yeah, Smith. They traded... Yeah, they traded for him because they didn't want to pay Kirk Cousins, and that's why Kirk Cousins is with the Vikings now. That's what I was trying to think of. I was trying to think of who the – is Patrick Mahomes going to start for the Chiefs? Yep. Okay. Okay, that that resets everything because Yeah, and I'm Alex, telling you right now, I I consider Alex Smith to be a hell of a nice guy, but this thing has failure written all over it in DC. I mean, they sort of have the same type of problems that we have. They are weak in the in the receiving core like you know, obviously and, they didn't play and, their they didn't play their ones tonight, but even their ones like like Josh Doxson and stuff, you know. You think I'd be, you think I'd be on well, him since we have the same namesake and stuff. But <laughs> no way. Like, well, here's the deal, Josh. I was actually uh, before we decided to do this tonight. I was actually on the phone with a uh, my my brother's uh, brother-in-law, who's originally from D.C. and is a diehard Redskins fan. And the minute he heard, um. The minute he heard that they were going to part ways with Kirk Cousins and they were going to trade for Alex Smith, his response was, what is freaking change down in D.C.? Nothing. Because, listen, Alex Smith, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say Alex Smith is a bad quarterback. He's not. But here's the deal with Alex Smith. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl with the way he plays a quarterback. He's not possessed the kind of arm and the kind of qualities that will get you to the Super Bowl. He just can't do it. So he's not, I'll be, I'll say this, the ceiling of this Redskins team is 10 and six if they're lucky, but they're not going to win in the playoffs without Smith as their quarterback. Wait, the NFC East is loaded anyway. 
Well, I wouldn't say it's loaded. I would just say that the NFC East. Uh, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the, the Giants ahead of them? I mean, listen, I the Giants right now, look, they've obviously improved, but they got to figure out about their offensive line. And if Nate Soldier can help them, that will help. But last year, um, I was watching quite a few Giants games, and Eli Manning was running for his life because Eric Flowers couldn't stop a nosebleed. So, um, and as far as Dallas is concerned, I mean, that is the hardest team to figure out going into the season. Well, I mean, obviously we can't not talk about the hottest news on the streets today. I <clears throat> heard it on Zolak and Bertrand uh, when Jonesy and Arkan were filling in, and uh, they said Brady's going to – he was scheduled to make $15 million this season. He's going to get a, another $5 million in an incentive instead of base deal um i guess there's some there's some that are like supposedly not supposed to be attainable but it's like he just came off an mvp season so you know there's not much that's not unattainable for him you know getting well, some of that after those four games is is going to be crucial because that's obviously one of his favorite targets and you know if Gronk can play a full 16 games for us you know we'll just watch out well, my my thoughts on the uh, <clears throat> restructured contract of Brady, Josh, is this: if if this is all about playing times, incentives like you show up at you know practices and training camps and everything, okay, I can live with that. But if this is all about like you know saying he has to be an all-pro or he has to be the MVP or get to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's one of the strangest things I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't make any sense at all, unless that there is a wink-wink and a nod-nod, and I highly doubt that's the case. But to me, it's nothing more than just more money up front. That's what it is. I mean, it's not different. I mean, I, I doubt that this gives them a lot of cap flexibility or relief. So I just I just look at this, Josh, and I just say, this is just just another log on the fire of what has been just one of those off seasons in which I think WTF is about the only way to describe it. I mean, we've heard people say that, like, this is Brady, like, doing another good one for the team and like it's going to motivate him and propel him to the end. What do you, what do you think about people to say that like that he, that he did it to like make it look good for the fans? Josh, I don't even know what to believe anymore. I really don't. And you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I mean, I am just so freaking drained from all this drama down in Foxborough that, quite frankly, I, I just – I don't even know what to expect. I mean, it, it would not surprise me whatsoever if Belichick announces tomorrow morning while – before unexpectedly that they just traded for some veteran backup quarterback. I mean, I, I just – to me uh, – I don't think that it is a foregone conclusion that Brady – is going to be the quarterback here um, 
after the next two years. I think he's got two years left, and then he's probably going to call it a career because it seems to me like he's got more, you know, important things that he wants to tackle outside of football. And, you know, when you got a wife that is constantly nagging you, and I'm not trying to fault Giselle because she's just – he's his wife. But it seems to me that Brady's got one foot – in another place, and one foot in Foxborough. And to me, I just don't see that working, even as great and as talented as he is. Can we do a quick three-up, three-down? Because I'll give you I'll Yeah, give you I'll try to do up. a three-up, three-down with you. No problem. I'll give you my three-up. I'll give you two offensive players and one defensive player. Obviously, I'm looking at the stats here, so I have an advantage, but... Um, this kid, Ralph Webb, that running back with the two touchdowns, and I believe he had at least one or two two-point conversions as well. That kid, that kid showed some flash. He 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 hits the he hits it hard to the hole. Um, another the wide receiver that everyone was crapping on before before this game even started, Cordell Patterson. He went out and made a couple plays that I saw. That one-handed catch where he brought it in, like and just totally made sure no one would slap that ball out. You know, he's one of the guys you can give the game ball to tonight. And then, excuse me, um, a guy that they mentioned on on the broadcast on TV, this guy Jawan Bentley, he absolutely lit it up out there on defense. So that's my three up. I I want to know your three up. Okay, my three up, and you're going to laugh at the first one at number three, but I have the punter Ryan Allen as number three. Um, He averaged 50.7 yards a kick. um, And, you know, listen, I know punters are not exactly, you know, the the, uh, what I would like to call the shiny object in the NFL, but, you know, when you got – almost 51 yards of yardage in kicks, you're going to keep your job as a punter. It's just that simple. Uh, Number two for me is going to go to Jeremy Hill. You know, I I just just think that Jeremy Hill might have saved his job uh, with the way that he was playing. Um, You know, I just just think that Jeremy Hill took advantage of the fact that um, Gillinsley just Fly out is looking like that he's probably going to be sent packing when the roster cuts down to 53 because he has not shown anything. And then my my, my number one star, and <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm just gonna just put it right out. I, maybe I'm just doing this because Brian I just Hoyer, love the guy. Huh? Is it Brian Hoyer? Yeah, it's Brian Hoyer. I mean, look, I, I'm just. <laughs> Brian Hoyer is just, you know. I was going to make him one too, but. Here's the reason I put him at number one, and this is just the bottom line. He really is more or less anything else. He He's hard on himself. And I like a, I like a guy who doesn't settle for mediocrity. I He's not, he's not going to go into the Hall of Fame, but he's going to be a, uh, you know, he's going to be a model citizen as long as he's the backup to Brady. You know who I'd compare him to, Matt, is like a Case Keenum. Like, he could he could be that type of quarterback. Like, not a superstar, but 
someone who's just representable and you know you can you can give him the starting job if you know you know obviously things are things we don't wish happen to Brady but if if something well, did happen I'll, I'll, I'll say this about Case Keenum uh it's going to be really interesting how he does out in that environment in Denver because um he's going to be smack in the middle of a crunched AFC West next year and you they know, still have studs out there at wideout, don't they? They still have Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, they still got Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas, but you know, it, oh yeah, it, listen, I, I I I loved his story last year when he was with the Vikings. Um, but you know, to ask him to Vikings, do that again, yeah, but to ask him to do it for a second consecutive year, I mean. If he does it, God bless him. But it's gonna not it's not gonna be easy. So, what about the three down for you? Three downs. Um, wow, just just going through things. Yeah, um, yeah, that that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, on this type of night, you know, especially with that type of hype that Felgi was going in there. Um, you know, I think Braxton Barrios didn't really impress me for all the hype he's been getting. Um, another player, uh, probably probably Riley McCarron as well. And then, right. you know, like you, well, like you mentioned, Gillisley, when I was watching him, he had nothing, man. Well, I'll, I'll give you... For 11 yards. Well, I'll give you my three down, and to me, it's it's... It's a no-brainer whatsoever. Number three is Alandon Roberts, who, I mean, I mean, th- there's going to be a theme when you hear this. He Alandon did well stat-wise. Huh? He did well stat-wise, but go ahead. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't possess the qualities to be successful long-term in the NFL. Uh, number two is Kyle Van Noy, who needs to shut his yap and says. I think we could be a sneaky defense. Well, you ain't showing much, pal. So that's number two. And number one is Jordan Richards, who, I mean, if I, I mean, listen, I, I've heard all good things about Jordan Richards, that he's a, one of the friendliest people you ever meet. I question whether or not that he deserves to even be on an NFL roster. The Browns. I just I just popped on ESPN.com and the Browns got the victory, twenty to ten over the Giants. So so they while we're on the subject, of, so while we're on the <laughs> subject, of, go ahead, Josh. Oh, it just says it just says Baker Mayfield throws two TDs in his first NFL game. How about that? Huh? Yeah, and Hugh Jackson uh, had him play into the third quarter tonight. So uh, let me let me give you a quick synopsis, because I don't know if you watched uh, the first episode of Hard Knocks on HBO the other night with the Browns. Um, Nah, I don't have HBO, unfortunately. Okay, well, let me just sum this up to you very, very, as as well as I can, Josh. Yeah, fill us all in, man. Okay, so here's, here's what I, here's my three takeaways from the first episode. Number one, there is no... Make it extended. I don't want brief. Okay. (laughs) All right, all right. Here's here's all you need to know about the first episode of Hard Knocks. Number one, Hugh Jackson is not making it through the season. Uh, really? I, I just think that 
this guy is so, you know, up against it right now with the fact that I just don't know if the guy's going to be able to make the right decision at quarterback. And on top of that, he's got uh, two lunatics of assistants and Todd Haley and Greg Williams that are just, I mean, personally, if I was in that room, I would have just shot him in a, in a cannon and sent him to Jupiter by now because it, it. I just don't see that going well with those three guys working together. The other thing I took away is if you go on YouTube and and type in Jarvis Landry, you're going to get a front row seat to one of the all-time epic rants in which the, the F-bomb was dropped about 50 times in it. So, and the reason is, is because I just think that Jarvis Landry wants to prove to the Dolphins who didn't want any part of him that he can be a great wide receiver. So, you know, I love his passion, but, you know, and, but good luck in Cleveland because that's, that's, uh, that's the purgatory of the NFL. And overall, I mean, listen, the Browns, I mean, it would be great if they could get the seven or eight wins, but I don't see it. I don't see it, Josh. Yeah, I mean, you you obviously heard about uh, Landry lobbying the Browns, I mean, lobbying uh, OBJ to come to the Browns, and I mean, OB, like, the, the story came out that OBJ totally knocked that down, right, and uh, same thing with wasn't it Des Bryant as well? He, he he's not a fan of going to the Browns. The both of them, right? I mean, listen, I I would not if I was a free agent, I wouldn't I wouldn't sign with the Browns unless it was absolutely a last resort. I mean, that's just the way it goes, and I, I just think that the Browns made a huge mistake, uh, a huge mistake. Uh, drafting Baker Mayfield at number one. I think that that is going to be... Listen, I hope I'm wrong because I'm actually a guy that admires Baker Mayfield, but, you know, I just don't think, <laughs> considering the situation in Cleveland, that he's going to last there. But Let's play win versus loss with the Browns' schedule right now. Oh, this ought that'll to be, be good. That'll be a little fun. <laughs> It's the Eagles in Cleveland against the Browns. That's a loss for the Browns. That is that is a guaranteed loss. Oh, sorry. That's a preseason. Never mind. Never mind. It's Steelers and Browns for the first regular season game in Cleveland. All right. That's a loss. All right. I will, I will bet my college fund like Felga did tonight on the, uh, on the preseason game, although that probably isn't the case. But – uh, that the is as one, guaranteed yeah. a loss as you're going to get. Eagles and Browns. <laughs> yeah, but Steelers and Browns, that's a loss for the Browns as well. Then you right. have the well, Browns well, and the Saints in New Orleans. All right, uh, all right. Let me, let me, I have the schedule right up in front of me right now. And to me, to me, Josh, I do not see a win on this schedule until we get to October 21st and they play the Buccaneers. Uh, I don't 
see in any way a win coming until they get. I mean, the the, the only option they have is the Jets, but I think the Jets are actually a better team this year than they were last year. So I'm looking at these opponents, Steelers, Saints, Jets, Raiders, Ravens, and Chargers, and then they got Tampa Bay. That's to me (laughs) – I mean – that is 0-6 staring right in the face of Hugh Jackson. If that's the case, he's probably gone as soon as they get to 0-5. But to me, I see Tampa Bay as a possibility of a win. Uh, and the only other game I can see them winning is the two games with the Bengals because, let's face it, I think the Bengals are almost on the Browns level right now. So, I mean, if they go three, I mean, this schedule is not three pretty and thirteen. For huh? Three and thirteen. Lock it in. All right. And by the way, just so while we're on the subject, I just want to read this real quick, okay? Uh, this is from Jim McBride of the Boston Globe, who's the Patriots beat writer. He said, according to a league source, Brady didn't play in the Thursday preseason win over the Redskins. Because he's dealing with a sore back, the quarterback has had a lighter workload in practice over the last week. So, I take it for what it's worth, but apparently that's what Jim McBride of the Boston Globe just tweeted just now. Well, it's better than people talking about him shaking out his hand and stuff, you know? Like, Well, that may have been more of a leak than anything else, but... I mean, I, I just don't – look, it, backs are no joke, okay? We saw Gronk with uh, we saw Gronk with back surgeries in his career, and, you know, backs are not easy to come back from. Now, I don't know – again, I don't know what the deal is or how legit the back is, but if it is the back, then that's something to keep an eye on. So let's 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 run down a few last minute stats. I guess uh, just team stats. Uh, okay. Patriots got twenty first downs, twelve by rushing, seven by passing, one by penalty. The Redskins had fourteen, four by rushing, eight by passing, two by penalty. And I think I think anybody could tell by the better portion of that game that the, the Redskins definitely had the advantage. Um, receiving wise, just you know, just guys getting you know, they they just seem to have more, you know, ball carrier vision than Patriots well, guys until the until the second half. Right. Well the the well the thing is is that, you know, a lot of the guys you know, I mean the Redskins situation half, is different. Right? right. Well the Redskins situation is different than the Patriots, Josh, because um, a lot of the guys that are playing right now, they're playing so they don't lose their jobs. So from what I heard, um, you know, it's no lock for some of the guys to make the team that's, you know, that started the game. So I think that there was a lot more urgency involved. But I also think that, you know, they had a lot more lively of practices, the veterans of the Redskins than the Patriots. And, I mean, Belichick is basically, I mean, he's almost punted on training camp. I don't mean that literally, but he almost turned training camp into what was nothing short of just, 
you know, walkthroughs. And it showed in the first half. Now, whether or not that that improves, I mean, look, you saw the game tonight. Dante Hightower played well into the third quarter. So, I mean, case closed. All righty. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap it up here. I'm about to do a fantasy football draft, so I guess <laughs> I just I just logged into one, a free one, the first one of the season. I hope, I hope we'll be doing one too, man. I, I don't think I'm going to have the time to do it considering my schedule, but I, I, I'll just do it on ESPN, man. It's free. Uh, I'll give it some thought. Download but, the uh, app. Just download that app, and uh, it's as great as the 98.5 app, you know? But, yeah. All right, brother, yeah. if you want to give, all right, give a right, final Well, you have a good night, Josh. Yeah. Any final thought for us? Um. Well, uh, we're the Eagles the next game, aren't we? Yeah, we're playing the Eagles the next game. Well, my final thought, I, I'm going to just, uh, you know, shoot it up and uh, just tell it like it is right now, and that is, is that um, overall, I think that the, it's great to have football back, but there's going to be a real problem that we're going to probably incur during the season, and that is the New penalty that just came out for the helmet to helmet hit on helmet to helmet hit on the running backs, and so uh, I got a gut feeling that when we do podcasts in the future after Patriots games, that we're going to be talking about it. So keep an eye on that, Josh. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, we're going to send it off there. It's been a great one. I hope you have a great rest of your night, man. Thank you for coming on. I always love it, man. See you later, Josh. Have a good night. All right, you too. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.